This is The Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. Today we're going to be doing a discussion about goals and goal settings. Um, I am a firm believer of having multiple goals, not just, you know, as quote unquote, the people say you have the smart goals. Um, I've learned that smart goals are great for certain things and they have their place. And I have those type of goals and we'll, we'll kind of discuss what smart goals are too. But another layer to that uh, would be an end goal or, or what I sometimes refer to as a value goal. And I think that's where we're going to start our, our discussion today is with value goals or end goals. So as the name kind of implies, an end goal is where you want to be at perhaps by the end of your life. For example, maybe you have a goal to be happy. It would be difficult to have a goal to be happy and, and think, you know, on January 4th, 2050, I'm going to be able to check that box to be happy. And then that I don't have to worry about being happy again. It's not quite how, you know, that type of goal would work. And so that type of goal doesn't fit into the classic smart goal system, or even the OKR system that we can discuss later as well. Value goals or end goals are the end. I'm sure you guys have heard People say it's a means to an end. Well, this is the end. This is the things you want to end up with in life with. And I would suggest that perhaps as you go through and develop a end goal or value goal for yourself, dream as big, as high, reach as far as you possibly can, because then what you can do is you can use that as a as a target to aim for. And then working down to your SMART goals, then you could use those SMART goals to align yourself with the end goal or the value goals. And then you can have projects and tasks and everything else kind of set up to get you to be or to be close to or be closer to those value goals or the end goals of where you want to be at. Mr. Kent, what do you think? Do you have a, have you, have you heard of this kind of idea or mindset before? The idea of goals? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess kind of the separation of goals between having a smart goal or an, or an OKR and then a end goal or, an, or a value goal. I do not know what an OKR is. So no, I've never heard of an OKR, which we can discuss later. But I have, you know, the idea of goals and different levels of goals, goals, short term, long term, that kind of thing. Um, I guess kind of as you're talking, I'm wondering, I think the main difference um, maybe probably between the two of us, because we've, we've talked about it before, but I don't know, where do your goals kind of exist or live, if that makes sense? For example, I've heard it said so many times, you know, write down your goals, write down your goals somewhere not just not just to write them down, but write them down somewhere and then leave them somewhere you can see them often, you know, on a whiteboard or a piece of paper in your closet or or whatnot. And and so I'm just curious, do your end goals live in the same place as your short term goals or do they exist in some type of area where you do see them pretty often to start with? Yeah. So for me, I, I am a big fan of Notion. If you haven't heard Notion, Notion is um, 
I would say it's, it's kind of difficult to describe. Um, it's kind of like a box of Legos. You can do lots of things with it, or you can do not very many things with it. And unless you kind of have a, uh, a roadmap to follow, it's kind of a daunting task to, to start. But for me, I have a, a notion system set up that I kind of live, live by and, and track my, my habits and my, I do my daily journaling in there. Um, but inside of there, I have a, a section for my, my smart goals. And then I have my end goals. And as I go through my monthly and quarterly and yearly reflections, I get to see those. I have, I have it bring in my, in those goal, in those journaling sessions, I have it bring up those goals just to make sure that I'm on track with those to see if I made any progress on those. Um, and then of course my, my projects and all, all kind of everything is a system. And so my end goals, my smart goals, the projects, they all feed into each other. And so for me, I am in that information uh, daily, um, most from almost all of that information, but at the very least monthly, I see my end goals, my smart goals, uh, my project, all of that stuff so that I can make sure that I am best I can aligning myself to achieve those things of where I want to be at. Gotcha. Okay. So all that kind of works together is integrated into each other there. Cause I know there's the idea of end goals there, at least personally, I don't have end goals written down somewhere. I don't have end goals written as a tangible thing. I think those just kind of live in my head of like, Hey, eventually one day I would like this or eventually one day, this is something that I want. And then, you know, I have some other short term or shorter term kind of broken down goals that kind of all do progress toward that long-term eventual thing. But I personally don't have my end goals written down because I haven't took taken the time to think that long-term ahead and, and put it into words necessarily. But like I said, I, you know, and I have an idea of this is what I'd like someday or this is how I want to be in 20, what'd you say, 63 or whatever, sure, something like whatever that. it is, 2053, I want it to be like this eventually down the road. So I don't have my end goals written down, but the idea of an end goal and that more long-term thing, I think, and we all, we all have an idea of something that we want or how we want our lives to be later. Maybe it is, hey, I want to be I want to be super rich by the time I'm 60 or whatever it is. I don't know. Maybe that is your end goal. But I think we all have an idea of something we want kind of long term. But maybe another step that we can take to help to realize that. And like you said, making sure our shorter term goals line up with that long term goal is a good way to write it down or put it somewhere that you can see. And in your case, you know, at least once a month, you're looking at those long-term goals or end goals. Yeah. And you know, uh, I don't do this and we don't have an organization that we would do this for, but I've heard of organizations, they do a goal setting, perhaps retreat for the employees and they go through the end goals, they go through the smart goals and they put all of their end goals up on a wall somewhere. And so everybody can see everybody else's goals of their, their end goals, what they want to achieve by the end. And the mindset behind that is it kind of creates a little bit of a synergistic, synergistic, would that be? Syner synergistic, like sure. synergy. It, it creates synergy between the workers of that place because they can look up on the board and see what they, what their fellow employee, their, not even employees, but their fellow teammates want 
And with that, then that can kind of help. They can kind of help push each other. Or if they get an experience that they, you know, get to go to Hawaii for a month or something like that, they get to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to Hawaii. Would you like to come with me? And they get to, because of that, they get to see it all the time. Not just, not just them individually get to see it, but they get to see everybody else's. And they get to see how perhaps that person can or, or wants to, or has the desire to move from where they are in life to where they want to end up in life, which is, again, that would create this energy between the team, getting everybody on board and in a line and being helpful to one another to help to achieve those things. Again, I, I don't, <clears throat> personally, I don't know that I would, I would even feel comfortable writing those things up and on a board somewhere that everybody can see it, but I could understand the value behind having something like that. And even just that idea, I think can go a little bit deeper into your um, purpose or your reason behind doing some things, you know, I'm not saying you should do your work because you have a promise, the promise of a a trip to Hawaii. But if you all have a, a, a common goal or a common purpose, you know, we're here to do this job to, for this reason, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, you are, you're working in a company, a manufacturing company, you're making, I don't know, carpet or something. And your goal is to make the best carpet out there. Not as in you are better than everybody else, but as in, Hey, this is the best quality, the best product, the best material, the best layout, the best, most efficient way we can do this, you know, and your, your, your goal is to make the the highest quality of carpet. And you have a banner somewhere in the, in the factory, Hey, we get to make the best quality or we're here to, to be the best and, and be the, you know, the most, uh, um, responsible or the most, um, efficient or whatever it is, you know, that kind of, that goal is being that thing. But then also your reason for doing it is, Hey, I'm doing this job because I'm trying to make the best carpet that I can make or X, Y, or Z, whatever it is. Maybe it's a terrible example, but I think just also having that goal and the common goal to share with other people can give you a reason to do what you're doing. You know, um, the idea of some habits too, you know, you form or break habits, well, not break, but you form or reshape your habits based on what you want. So, you know, I, I don't want to bite my nails because I want my nails to look good. So when I go to bite my nail, my goal is to have good looking nails. But the reason I'm doing that is because I want them to look good. So I go to bite my nail and I think, oh, I don't want it to look bad. So don't bite my nail. Goal, purpose, that's all kind of intertwined in there a little bit. And I hope that made a little bit of sense. But just hearing you talk about community or um, corporation goals, if you'll, if you'll call them that, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to call it, but, uh, you know, it gives you a little bit of a, a purpose as well to what you're doing and to achieving that goal. Right. You know, and if you don't have this for yourself, if you haven't thought about these before, I would suggest coming up with some values for your life. And as you're doing those, maybe put those values in buckets, you know, not necessarily physically in buckets, but in in mental buckets. Um, And as you do that, you know, have a end goal or a value goal for each of these. And so for me personally, I have a value goal for community, for creativity, for my career, for my family life, for my spiritual life, for my skills, for intellectual life, for health and fitness, environment, adventures, friendships, and love. And so I have 
a specific or a handful of value goals in each of those categories. And again, if that's not something you've thought about before and, and your you know values, your buckets that you put those in perhaps will be very different than mine. That's totally fine. It's up to you. Um, but just to kind of get the ball rolling, that's what I have. And again, as you're doing those, think again, specifically, let's say community. As you're thinking about what you want to be or, or what you want to have or the things you want to be able to say that you have done in your life for your community, dream big as high as you can. And then, you know, if you, you know, what's, what's the saying? You shoot for the, the stars, you might reach the moon. Okay, great. Because if you didn't have that target to reach for the, or to, to shoot for the stars, then you would have never reached the moon. If you if your goal was only, okay, you know, go as high as the atmosphere, okay, then maybe you'll make it to, you know, n- not even that. So all that to say is, again, don't do this and restrict yourself. Don't, you know, as you're going through this process of making these goals for yourself, don't think, oh, you know what, I can never actually do that. You know, I'm never going to have the money to do that. I'm never going to be in the position to do that. You know, don't don't weigh yourself down with all the things that you have right now. Dream big for your future self, right? I, I like to think of, I like to think of, and maybe this is a, a, a kind of a weird way to do this, but I like to think of almost two selves. You have your future self and you have the present self. And more often than not, you have to put your present self through all of the hard work, all of the the miserable things, the late nights, the early mornings, the work in order to benefit the future self, right? I, I'm putting the work in now because I know in five years and eight years and two months, whatever it is, that future version of myself will benefit from the work that I put in right now. And that perhaps is, is a way to look at yourself as you're going through and making these in goals. Don't weigh yourself down. Realize that you are doing the work now so that your future self can benefit. So as you're making that goal, you know, dream without borders. Don't don't hold yourself to any sort of monetary limit. Don't, you know, no geographical if you want to live in Africa or or if you want to be on Mars, okay, fine. Right? Say that that's what you did and, and what are you going to do when you get there? Or how, you know, how is that going to impact your life? What would be the benefit from that as you're going through and making these? And then just list them out. And then as, you know, you have your your kind of categories of life and you have this goal for this and this goal for that and so on, then, you know, you can start to move into your, to the SMART goals, the, the specific, measurable, attainable time relative, all of those type of goals. Do you have, do you have, before we move to to smart goals, do you have anything else for end goals or value goals? I do. Yes, sir. Yeah. Just what you're talking about there. And maybe you didn't mean it this way, but this is how I took it and I'll I'll give you a little pushback. Um, uh, Yes, it's important to have your goals, I think, but you mentioned, you know, the late nights and the the long or the hard work and, and the sacrifices and stuff. And I would just push back and say that the thing depends on your goal. You know, if your goal is to be uber rich by the time you're you're sixty, your goal is to to you know run fifteen companies by the time you're you're fifty, and you need to break your back and work as hard as you can to have that, then that's part of your goal. But for me personally, my my goal isn't 
to be rich when I'm older. And so that right now I have no life and I'm not doing anything and all I'm doing is working. My goal is to enjoy my life wherever I'm at and whoever I'm with. And so when I'm making these goals, you know, I'll go to bed early or I won't do the two hour extras, two extra hours of work, whatever it is. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying the other side of it's wrong either. Cause you know, I have friends that their goal is to be rich and they work a lot and they don't do much and they're happy working, knowing they're setting them, themselves up for the future. But I'm more of the idea that, you know, I'd, I want to enjoy my life where I'm at now. And I think everything will kind of come as it, as it may, you know, I'm not saying I'm not totally abandoning the future and not worried about those things at all. It still crosses my mind, but I'm not going to go out of my way to do the extra work that I don't think I need to do because I think in 20 years it'll be better for me. And again, I'm not saying one one way or the other is right or wrong. And maybe I'm on the wrong side. Maybe I should be investing more in my future. But again, I think the way you set up your goals is going to help shape your life so that your current self may act differently, behave differently, or value things differently based on your end goal of what you want for your future self. So, you know, I, I'm not saying there's one right way to do it and your goals will help you to shape the way that you behave and the way that you act. But at least personally, I'm not worried in 30 years from now, if I worked an extra two hours that night, or if I, you know, didn't go out that one time because I was in whatever it is, you know, um, and there's merit to both sides. Like I said, it, it, I think it, it's a important, you know, I worked a job once and the job very much was consumed with the idea of profit and being better and making money and, you know, doing all the extra work and, and, and kind of sacrificing yourself or beating yourself down for the sake of the job that you were working. Um, but I didn't have that mindset when I went to the job. So I went to the job, you know, I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm off work, I'm off work. Like I, I, I'm not worried about this outside of the workout or the work day. And, uh, one thing that almost everybody said to me is, you know, Hey, you have, you have really great balance. You know, when you're here with one thing, you're doing this thing. When you're at home by yourself, you're doing this thing. When you're with your friends, you're with your, you know, and have been able to kind of balance all that stuff, I think is, is, at least for me, part of my goal is having that good balance of like, hey, I don't want to feel like I'm always working. I don't want to feel like I'm never able to have downtime. I don't want to feel like I'm so consumed and stressed about money. Um, and I think that lines up with some of the goals that I have. They're not written down, so I can't reference them or look at them. But, you know, after this podcast, maybe I should take some time to and, you know, put maybe, some end goals. Maybe in the future, maybe we'll go through a a series of episodes about how I set up my system. We can do that together. Sure. Yeah. But I guess, you know, my point there before I move on to our smart goals is your value goals don't have to be, Hey, sacrifice and run yourself into the ground now so you can be better later. Maybe that doesn't line up with your end goal. Um, so I think it's just important to figure out what's good for you and what you actually want and then base your goals around that and then structure your life around that as that, you know, kind of trickles down. I know we're beginning with the end so we can work our way back, but, uh, I'm just, I don't, I just thought it was important to mention that I don't agree necessarily that you need to always spend the late nights or always be away from your family or always make sacrifices. Um, if you can find a good balance or if that doesn't line up with your goals. Yeah. You know, I, and, and I would, I would agree with that. I, I guess as I was explaining, I was trying to do the extreme and just put in the, mindset of you're doing work now 
and you're not you're not not saying this i don't think you're not saying i don't have to work now because i don't have to i'm not worried about the future i don't think that's what you're saying but you have to work now and the future you is going to benefit from it I, I, yeah i i totally agree with what you said you know don't sacrifice you know that one night of going out to hang out with your friends or something so that you can spend two extra hours at work nope don't i mean absolutely i as i was explaining i just wanted to pull and and get the biggest separation the biggest difference of of you know the work now as opposed to the the future self right and you know like i said it can go either way and if your goal is to be as rich as you can as fast as you can then i'm sure that your priority is to spend the extra time at work or x y or z so i guess the the main idea there is that your life and what you do will start to be shaped by the goals that you make starting with the end and working down toward your, your, you know, other goals too. So just be aware that when you're making your goals, and if you really want to achieve those goals, your life is going to start to look like what is required to get to that point. Yes. So moving into, to smart goals and smart goals does, we're not necessarily saying they are smart. Smart is an acronym for this type of goal setting the S is for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-specific. So it's a sort of a systematic approach to goal setting. You want your, these goals specifically, you want them to be specific. You know, you, it's, not, it's not that you want to make more money this year. I want to make $5,000 more more this year than I made last year, specifically measurable. Is that something you can measure? Yes, I can. I can measure that. I can measure how much more money I made this year compared to last year. Is it attainable? Well, I I don't know if it's attainable. Depends on you and your and, and the things that you're going through. Could be attainable for some people, not for everybody. Is it realistic? Again, is that a realistic goal to have? Maybe. It depends on if it's attainable for you. That those two kind of go hand in hand. Time specific. Well, I said I want to make five thousand more dollars this year than I made last year. Well, specific, yes. Measurable, yes. Is it attainable? Depends. Depends on who you are. If that's attainable for you, is it realistic? Is that a realistic goal that you could have? Again, is it attainable? Realistic. Those two go to go together. Uh, at least in my eyes, most of the time, and then time specific, you put a, a timestamp on it, a date, I want to achieve it by this. And we talked about OKRs. And Mr. Kent, you don't know what OKRs are. OKR is a objective and key result and is kind of a a new approach to SMART goals. Your objective would be like what the goal is. And then your key results would be the results that you are checking in on to see if you are reaching that objective that is that yes sir yeah have you heard it up. now as i explained that have you heard that before no it's brand new not even that no oh, okay okay again it smart goals have been out for a while the okrs are a relatively new thing again the okrs lots of times um corporations big businesses set okrs for their employees or have their employees set them for themselves because then the business can kind of check in okay this was the objective that i wanted you to meet these are the results the key results that we need to check in on to see if we're online or on track or in line with with reaching that objective as you move forward and then that gives the business an opportunity to check in hey are we 
hitting these benchmarks. Yes. Okay, great. No. Okay. Why not? And so on. The smart goal system is, is very similar to that. Just a little bit, it's a little bit different, not much. Again, the OKR is just a, a perhaps a more modern smart goal system. Smart goals, again, or OKRs, however you want to think about those, are, again, goals that you should have, right? We talked about the end goals. That's where you want to end up with, right? That's what you want to end life with. That's what you want to achieve by the end of your life. Then you move down to the next level. Next level would be the SMART goals, or, again, or or OKRs. These are set there to help you reach those end goals, and because they're time specific, whether it's an OKR or a SMART goal, there's going to be time, there's going to be a a time level or layer to these. They're helping to inform. Okay. So let's say my end goal is to be happy. Okay. What are, then you think about, okay, what are some things that make me happy? I want to do this. I want to be able to do this or this or whatever those are. And then you set up, okay, now let's think back. Let's pull that back 10 years or, or, you know, eight years or however long, 20 years. Okay. What are the things I can do in the next three months that help me align myself with those? What are the things I can do in the next six months that will help put me closer to those end goals? Then you set those up and then, you know, you, you have, a review process for that. So you have your smart goal and you, you want to achieve, we'll go back to that $5,000 in, in a year. It's January as we're recording this right now. So by next year in January, I want to make an extra $5,000. Okay, great. That's my, that's my objective or that's my, that's the goal. Is it specific? Yes, we talked about all those things. What are the key results? What, what are the, the bench lines I want to make? Okay, so you break that down by, you know, one quarter in for the year. So was that March? I want to, I I need to have made this much by whatever the next quarter is. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I should have thought about this a little better <laughs> by the, by quarter number two, I will do, we'll, we'll uh, shift and change gears. If we're doing three, every three months, it'd be June, June. So by June, I need to make this much. And then by quarter number four, the start of quarter number four, September, September, look at that nice teamwork. Good. Uh, by September, I need to have made this much. And then that all puts me in line with making that my end goal or sorry, not my end goal, my, my smart goal, my objective of $5,000 in that year. And that's your objective with the key results. And also that's your, your smart goal system. And then of course, on those quarterly times, each quarter, okay, let's check in. How am I doing? How much have I have saved? Okay, I'm in. I'm on track. Okay, great. I'm not on track. Okay, I need to do a little bit, of, you know, catch up and pick up the pace a little bit to to make sure I can reach that objective by the end of the time frame. And with these, this is, I mean, unless it's unless it's a objective that's set to you from your employer, these are all for you. And so, if you miss the mark by a month, you don't have to. I mean, you. You don't have to beat yourself up. Oh man, I didn't make that $5,000 that I wanted to. So I guess I'm just going to spend all the money I have since I didn't do it. (laughs) Maybe not do that. You know, if I can do it, maybe it took me an extra month. Okay. It took me an extra month. Okay, fine. Did you get it? Yes. Did it take a little bit longer than you wanted to? Yes. And I would say more often than not, that is going to be the case. You set your objective. And depending on how frequently you've done this before or how good you are at it, you set your objective, whatever it is, or the SMART goal or, or, or OKR, that's what I want. 
Okay, great. That's the goal. And I want to do it by this time. Well, more often than not, you're going to go over that time frame, right? Very, very few times are you going to achieve that goal in less time than you thought it would be. But almost every time, it's going to go over. Maybe it goes over by month. Maybe it goes over by year. Okay, fine. Just make sure you are on track and still making progress towards that. You have an opportunity as those check-ins happen, as you're checking in on, on your, your progress towards that goal, reevaluate. Okay. Number one, is this even a goal that is something I want anymore? Have your expectations changed? Did your, you know, whatever else happened in life that changed and put you perhaps on a different course? Evaluate that. And then, you know, how am I going on my progress? Is this, is this too much? Am I, am I is this causing my, me to stay up longer than I wanted to, or stay at work longer than I needed to and, and miss out on these other things? You know, what weigh the, the pros and cons for that. And then again, reevaluate, maybe push that goal back a little bit, or if you're, if you're ahead of schedule, fine, move it up a little bit. Just realize that in, unless it's, imposed by you, by your employer, and you have to do it by this day or else, if it's just you, the or else is just, or else I move it back a month. That that would be it, right? I mean, what, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think this is closer to how I set my own personal goals. You know, I talked about not having end goals, but every year at the beginning of the year, I start a new journal. And in the journal, I write down a handful of goals I want for the entire year. And when I write those down, it's not, hey, this year I want to make more money. Hey, this year I want to buy a new car. Hey, this year I want to, uh, you know, practice a new hobby because that's just that's missing a lot of the elements of the smart type goals. You know, it's like, hey, by November, I want to have an extra however much money by uh, September is when I want to buy a new car. By June, I will have wanted to do this many types of X, Y, or Z hobby or whatever it is. So I'm going to pause you there because I have a question. As you're going through that that journaling process, do you have each each of the 12 months listed out and then you have a goal for each 12 months? No. No, it's just kind of... Just a handful of goals. And then I assign those specific goals a, a time frame on so them. So you almost, you go goal first and then month yes, sir. second. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, um, and there's not one for every month. It's just sure. whatever the goals are, however long I think I might need to get that done. And or I know when you, I want that done by... Sorry, I, I know you haven't heard of the OKR before. Um, now, after hearing those, hearing about how that works, are there object? Are there uh, key results or, or, or milestones that you could put in that would help to inform how on track you were to those? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I is think... that something you've done before, or is no. that that would be something to add? No. Well, yeah. I was going to say I, I have those goals for the the month. Every time I open the journal, I see those goals. I don't go back and check in on those goals until the end of the year when I'm switching over journals. So I, I have the goal for the year. I do it or I don't throughout the year. And at the end of the year, I say, okay, let's check, take a look at this list. I did this. Oh, I did this. I didn't do this. I did this. And then I, that's when I check in with them. So I don't check for OKRs or I don't even set new goals after the fact until the next year, you know? So I think there's an improvement on my end to be made as far as goals go, but um, just hearing about even the OKRs, you know, here's my goal by September. Well, it's totally possible that each month I check in and say, Hey, what have I done to help get me to this point in September later? You know, what is a key result that I can look for in ways that I'm behaving or things that I'm doing that's going to end up getting me to that goal eventually along the way. So 
you know, the OKRs and SMART goals are, uh, you said, like you said, they kind of work together. OKRs are, are uh, addition or yeah, I think if com- you would. I think really combining the OKR with the SMART goal is really, that would be the, the SMART way to do the SMART goal. Add those milestones or those key results in there because that really would help to inform and how on track you are. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it works differently for everybody. These are just proven methods and ways to make goals and, and good ways to kind of help keep self keep help to keep yourself in track. But, you know, you have a, a much more structured and detailed way of setting goals than I do. And, you know, it just depends on the person too, but maybe trying these different methods and different ways to make goals and keeping yourself accountable can help you if you're struggling to meet your goals or if you just don't have any goals at all. It's a good place to start using these different types of goals and different methods. And so we're, we'll, in the future, I, I really want to dive into doing a whole whole handful of episodes, perhaps on journaling. But as you're talking about journaling right now, I just a quick question. You wrote these in your, in your notebook. I have heard, and I, and I kind of see some benefit or value to doing this, that oftentimes people will do that and they will write inside like the very front inside cover, like the, those two pages. And the mindset, the thought process behind that is every time they open it, they're going to see those or have at least have an opportunity to see those before they turn to whatever page they're turning to. Is that something you do or do you have it on a page or? I don't put it in front. Mine are in the back. Oh, okay. Um, I do make a point to look at them, but they're in the back because I then I fill out the journal and then at the end uh, is the goals that so I that, have for the year. So that, so the, the journal is the, is the journey or roadmap that gets you to those goals that happen to be at the end of your journal. Something like that. That's, sure. I like that. That's in cool. my head. It's just a, a space thing. <laughs> I'm going to keep all the space I can to journal. And at the end I have the, the goals. I don't want the goals to take up any of the space. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, I made it more fan- fancy. Sure. Sorry, I, but... I mean, it sounds ridiculous when I say my reason out loud, but <laughs> that's why it's like that. Fair, fair. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Again, for me, I, I, I do all that digitally. I, I, again, we'll, we'll talk about journaling later on. But. Yeah. Well, like I said earlier about, you know, having friends with different goals, I have friends that they find it better for them to put it up on their wall. You know, it's up on like a, 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 what, what do they call it? A, a vision board, vision board. It's mm-hmm. on a dry erase board. You know, it's on the back of the door in their bathroom. It's right in front of their toilet or whatever. You know, it's, it's somewhere they're always going to see it every single day. And they, in front of their toilet. I mean, that's good. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never thought about that, but that's a, spent a lot of time sitting on the toilet, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, very you good. know, they need that somewhere, you know, somewhere visible that it's hard for them to miss or they see it all the time. They need that more visual, which is the idea behind having it in the journal in the front page or whatever it is. Because if you write the goals down, put them in a box and never look at them, What's the point? What, yeah, what's the point? How are you going to keep yourself in track or help make sure you're achieving those goals? So just having them visible in, in any way is better than not having them visible at all. Right. Yeah. So I guess, do we have anything else to say for the SMART goals? Well, I'm sure there's plenty more to add, but it's a good place to, for now. And then, you know, maybe we can check back in a, a few months or even by next year and uh, see how we did with some of our goals. Fair. And uh, kind of check in with our goal setting, our smart goals, our our end goals, and how our smart goals are helping to get us to our end goals. Yeah, you know, and and listeners, if you have not thought about goal setting in this type of way, having a end goal or a value goal, and then smart goals or OKR. Sorry to have an or for both of those. Um, but having those and then helping to align those to help you align yourself to who or what you want to be. 
take an opportunity, you know, write those down, put them, put them in front of your toilet. What a, what a, what a creative idea. I've never heard of that before, but absolutely you write those down put them somewhere where you'll see, have a, some sort of a review process. Perhaps you do each month so that you can reflect on those and see how close you are to reaching those. And, you know, again, if they have to change, change them, you know, uh, and as we move forward through this podcast, our, our goal is to help to bring everybody, level everybody up. And I believe which, one, which includes ourselves, which includes ourselves. You know, we're, yes. we're just two guys sitting here talking with things that we've gathered along the way and things that we've seen or heard or, or listened to. So by no means are we saying this is the best way or the only way that you can set goals and the only way to live and experience things. I mean, if anything, we're doing this to try to find more ways to make ourselves better. So, you know, if you have a different way of doing it, or if you have a way that works better for you, great. Awesome. In fact, let us know so that maybe we can try it and then we can become better too. Sorry to cut you off. I just, no. I want to make the point that we're not yeah, experts we're, in it by any means. We're, we're not gurus. Yeah. Uh, right. We're, we're learning right along with you. Um, but I think that part of that is a continual improvement, and having a continual improvement for me is is reading. I want to be able to re- continue and and to pretty well always be reading something that would benefit me. And in on the sense of that, or in line with that, I'm as we go through the pod, podcast. And I'm not a super fast reader, unfortunately. Um, I like to, you know, it, it, sometimes it takes me, you know, maybe a month to get through a good book. But I want to share the book that I'm reading so that you, the listeners, can, if you like it, if you, if you, if you, you know, have never heard of it, or at the, at the very least, have exposure to the book that you're reading, number one. But then number two, it helps, it helps to hold me accountable because I know each time we sit down to record, I'm going to say something about what I'm reading that week or month or, or whatever. And so for right now, I got to sit next to me here. Right now, I'm reading The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership, A New Paradigm for Sustainable Success. Um, I'm about halfway through that one right now. It's very good. And I, I like the 15 commitments. You know, it, it kind of breaks it down. It does. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a, I mean, it's a bigger book. What is there? 359 pages, 360 pages, something like that. Um, but I like that each of them kind of have their own section, their own commitment. And then as they're writing about that, they give you all the information for that. And then on top of that, they give you practices at the end of each of those commitments. Then they break it down. It it just, for me, I like stuff like that because sometimes, you know, I'm perhaps most guys are like this. I like to say I'm a guy and sometimes I have to be told things a handful of times before they start to sink in. So when the books have practices. Hey, do these things specifically. Oh, hey, that helps. You know, I can add those to my daily practices. Or, you know, here's the summary of this section. Here's the key takeaways. And this book has all of those things, which to me is helpful, you know. Um, so anyways, that I, I, as we as we progress and move forward through the podcast, I, again, it won't happen every time just because I'm, I'm not a crazy fast reader. It's not going to be every week I'll get to share a new book with you guys. But when I start reading a new book, each time I will let you know at least what the book is. And again, that helps to hold myself accountable as we move forward. Yes, sir. 
So do you have anything else to add for, for today's goal or goal setting or goal deep dive? And perhaps maybe it's a shallow dive uh, podcast that we've done so far. I would say it's a shallow dive. Yeah. yeah right. But uh, no, I, like I said earlier, I'm sure there's plenty more that we're missing or haven't come in contact with yet. And by no means is it the best way to do it, but something that we have come across and something that we have engaged with. Well, not me, me, not yet, but not something that I can engage with and goals, value goals, smart goals, short-term goals, those kinds of things. So I think it's a good place to start. Yes, sir. Very good. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, take initiative.